0: Good afternoon, the Board of Trustees regular meeting is now called to order at 4.30 p.m. We welcome members of the public. Instructions on making public comment, good afternoon for us, uh, are posted uh, in agenda uh, item one. Uh, We will ask at each item if there is public comment. Catherine, will you please do roll call?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Trustee Goff. I'm here. Trustee Rios. Here. Trustee Baker. Here. Trustee, uh, student trustee Alejandre Martinez. Here. Thank you. And we do not have Inez DeLuna with us. Trustee DeLuna and Trustee Baldini will be late. Thank you. And oh, I'm sorry. Trustee Iverson. Here. And Trustee Dodd.
0: Here, here. Thanks. Um, thank you, Catherine. Um, trustees, do we have any changes to the agenda? I have one. No. Uh, WE WILL BE MOVING PRESIDENT AND CABINET REPORTS. THIS IS SIMILAR TO WHAT WE DID uh, AT OUR LAST MEETING. SO FROM ITEM 14.8 uh, WILL BECOME 15.1. JUST BASICALLY MOVING it UNDER THE NEXT uh, next HEADER. Um, UNDER PRESIDENT AND BOARD REPORTS. Um, YES, Catherine. OH, OKAY. WELL, I'LL SAVE the I'LL JUST DO THIS ONE FIRST. Um, SEEING NONE, WE'LL ADOPT THE uh, AGENDA BY CONSENSUS AND WE WILL MOVE ON TO THE PLEDGE OF ALLEGIANCE. of the United States of America, the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and for all. Moving to item three, uh, public comment on closed session items. Uh, the board will devote a total of 15 minutes to hear comments regarding closed session items only. Individual comments will be limited to three minutes. Uh, Catherine, do we have any public comment? no on we do not. session no nope. okay at this time the board will move into closed session uh covering three items item 14 point or 4.1 pending litigation uh conference with uh, labor negotiators and 4.3 public employee my mic keeps on cutting out um public employee performance evaluation and are we resuming it? Six o'clock or six or five thirty? We have it six o'clock. Okay, and we will resume um, for all those in the public. Um, seeing not many, uh, we'll resume at six p.m. Good evening. Uh, the board will return from closed session at six o three p.m. Uh, there is nothing to report out of closed session, and we will take the opportunity to go into item six: public comment. Um, THIS OPPORTUNITY FOR PUBLIC COMMENT IS GOVERNED UNDER THE CALIFORNIA BROWN ACT. BY DEFINITION, THIS IS AN OPPORTUNITY TO HEAR CONCERNS, PERSPECTIVES, AND DIFFERING VANTAGE POINTS. UNDER THE BROWN ACT, THE BOARD IS NOT ABLE TO ENGAGE IN ANY LEVEL OF CONVERSATION OR DISCUSSION um, ON ANYTHING PRESENTED IN PUBLIC COMMENT, BUT WE LOOK FORWARD TO THIS OPPORTUNITY TO GATHER um, PUBLIC INPUT. AT THIS TIME, THE BOARD WILL DEVOTE UP TO 15 MINUTES TO REVIEW COMMENTS TO THE BOARD um, REGARDING ANY ITEM NOT uh, ON OUR AGENDA. Um, AND uh, EACH COMMENT WE WILL BE LIMITING TO THREE MINUTES. Catherine, DO WE HAVE ANY PUBLIC COMMENT?
1: Uh, YES, WE HAVE TWO HERE IN THE ROOM AND WE'RE EXPECTING SOME on uh, ONLINE.
0: OKAY. Um, WHY DON'T WE GO FOR a, a, a TWO INDIVIDUALS WHO ARE HERE IN THE ROOM. Uh, The first one I have that just is on top is Joshua Murillo. Joshua. Uh,
2: Good evening, everyone. Thank you, uh, Board of Trustees, for having me up here. Um, My name is Joshua Murillo. I am a classified employee, uh, instructional support specialist with the Mass Success Center. I'm also a part-time faculty member with the Physics and Astronomy. I'M COMING UP HERE TODAY TO TALK ABOUT OR FROM MY POSITION AS CLASSIFIED EMPLOYEE AND TO JUST ENCOURAGE YOU ALL TO STRONGLY CONSIDER AND THINK ABOUT uh, COMING UP WITH A REMOTE WORK POLICY THAT IS FLEXIBLE FOR THE CLASSIFIED EMPLOYEES. OBVIOUSLY POSITIONS, SOME CAN, SOME CAN'T REALLY HAVE THAT OPTION, BUT THAT AGAIN WOULD PROBABLY BE UP TO SUPERVISORS AND SOMETHING LIKE THAT. I JUST MAYBE SAY THAT HAVING A HYBRID WORKPLACE IS THE FUTURE THAT WE'RE GOING INTO AND IF NAPA COLLEGE DOES NOT MOVE INTO THAT FUTURE IT'S GOING TO BE LEFT BEHIND SO I HIGHLY ENCOURAGE YOU TO CONSIDER THAT THANK YOU
0: THANK YOU MR. MARIA NEXT WE HAVE Casey THOMPSON
3: yes, hello. could EVERYBODY uh, HEAR ME WITH THE MASK ON yeah, okay. Hi, I'm, I'm Casey Thompson. I'm the field representative for SEIU Local 1021. I represent the, the classified employees here at uh, Napa Valley College. And uh, like Joshua, I, I did want to speak to the board a little bit tonight about uh, the need for a uh, remote work policy that, yeah, reflects uh changing work environment that we're experiencing uh, over the past two plus years, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, a large number of classified employees here at Apple Valley College have been performing their duties remotely. Um, they've been doing their, their jobs completely, uh, sir, continuing to service the students here despite all the, the difficulties that we've all been facing throughout this ongoing pandemic. Uh, you know, recently the uh, classified staff were asked to report back to work on um, mass as of August 1st. AND uh, WE WOULD LIKE TO ENCOURAGE THE BOARD TO CONSIDER uh, A MORE FLEXIBLE ARRANGEMENT, um, SOMETHING THAT you know, REALLY WORKS FOR EACH INDIVIDUAL EMPLOYEE. Uh, MANY OF OUR uh, JOBS CAN CONTINUE TO BE DONE IN AT LEAST A PARTIAL REMOTE CAPACITY, EVEN WITH A RETURN TO IN-PERSON INSTRUCTION. WE KNOW THAT uh, most of, MANY OF THE CLASS OFFERINGS ARE BEING OFFERED ON A REMOTE ONLY BASIS, RIGHT, uh, NOT DOING IN-PERSON INSTRUCTION. And uh, while we understand the need for the district to evaluate uh, its needs and uh, and you know get a better picture of how things are going, with with a more full return to in person instruction, uh, you know that shouldn't come at the expense of the of the lives of our classified members. And by that I mean you know people's circumstances have changed over the past couple of years. Some have moved. Uh, some have are having ongoing issues with childcare. Some have medical conditions. Uh, this pandemic is not over despite what you know public health officials and elected leaders uh have been doing including the cdc today uh no there's still very real health risks to our most vulnerable members of society and those shouldn't be overlooked um even if the cdc or the cdph is giving you carte blanche to do whatever you want so uh yeah i just would like to to conclude by saying that. you know, I think that the needs of the students here at Eppin Valley College can be adequately met while still having some flexibility and um, recognizing the needs of our classified staff.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Thompson. Is there any uh, members of uh, the audience that would like to participate in public comment? Um, see none, Catherine, do we have any, um, I don't see any members on video conference that yeah, have I their hands I do not raised?
1: see any hands raised at this time.
0: OKAY, THEN WE WILL CLOSE PUBLIC COMMENT AND MOVE TO ITEM 7, GENERAL INFORMATION, uh, 7.1, LEGISLATIVE UPDATE. DR. POWELL.
4: THANK YOU, uh, PRESIDENT. SO WE ACTUALLY HAD A PRESENTATION PREPARED FOR YOU. Uh, WE WERE GOING TO GIVE AN UPDATE ON uh, AB1505, WHICH, OF COURSE, WE'VE BEEN TRACKING, BUT ACTUALLY WE RECEIVED SOME NEWS THIS AFTERNOON THAT uh, AB1505 WAS ACTUALLY Uh, held in suspense file from the Senate Appropriations Committee. What this essentially means is that uh, for the next year or so there will be no action taken on this Uh, so the update kind of becomes irrelevant. Uh, We'll continue to track and monitor should this uh, continue to uh, circulate or be something that would you know appear uh, next year and have updates as necessary.
0: Thank you Dr. Powell. Good news. Item 8.1, community education classes for fall of 2022. Catherine, do we have any public comment?
1: No, we do not.
0: Any questions from the board? I to welcome a motion.
5: Baldini, move approval. Second.
0: Thank you, Trustee Baldini. And thank you, Trustee Baker. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? BOARD ADOPTS THIS uh, ACTION UNANIMOUSLY. MOVING ON TO CONSENT 9.1. Uh, ANY QUESTIONS ABOUT uh, CONSENT ITEMS? Catherine, DO WE HAVE ANY PUBLIC COMMENT ON FOR CONSENT?
1: NO, WE DO NOT.
0: OKAY. I WOULD WELCOME A MOTION. MOVE APPROVAL. SECOND. THANK YOU, TRUSTEE RIOS. AND THANK YOU, TRUSTEE IVERSON. ALL IN FAVOR? AYE. 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 ANY OPPOSED? SEEING NONE, then we will BOARD WILL ALSO ADOPT CONSENT UNANIMOUSLY. MOVING ON TO 10.1, PLANNING AND BUDGET TIMELINE. THAT'S AN INFORMATION ITEM, I KNOW JIM IS NOT HERE TO PRESENT IT, BUT THE TIMELINE IS RATHER um, STRAIGHTFORWARD, BUT IF THE uh, BOARD HAS ANY QUESTIONS REGARDING THE TIMELINE AND THE DATES, AND THE INFORMATION PRESENTED, THIS IS A GOOD TIME TO ASK IT. SEEING NONE. AND CATHERINE, DO WE HAVE ANY PUBLIC COMMENT ON THIS ITEM?
1: Uh, No, we do not.
6: Okay. I don't know if there's a question about the timeline, but one of the things that came up, you know, with the FICMAC report, you know, is that there was information, again, that wasn't shared properly. And I know that the planning budget committee does the work and then they bring it to us and it goes through the whole process and everything. I just want to confirm that a lot of the concerns and things have, are moving forward properly, and just that they have the right information to work with.
7: So
0: concerns regarding—I
6: don't really. Know, maybe I shouldn't. But just, just in general, um, I don't know. Is this that there were the? I don't know. i I'll, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. IF I IF I, I WILL RETHINK THE QUESTION IF IT COMES UP AGAIN LATER I, I
0: KNOW WE HAVE A FEW COMMITTEE MEMBERS HERE I DON'T KNOW if the, I JUST i SORRY TO PUT YOU ON THE SPOT I'M LOOKING AT YOU BUT YEAH UM ARE, well, are
8: YOU ASKING WHETHER THEY'RE FOLLOWING THE FIGMAT SUGGESTIONS OR OR COMPLYING WITH WHAT FIGMAT well, FOUND it's
6: just, it, it, IT JUST I GUESS THAT YOU KNOW AND AGAIN MAYBE THIS ISN'T THE RIGHT TIME TO BRING IT UP SINCE WE'RE LOOKING AT TIMELINE SPECIFICALLY BUT JUST IN TERMS OF PROCESS It just seemed like there were some things that were missing and um, that the the, the planning and budget committee did their work. We did our work and we had everything, seemed like everything was fine and then it turned out it wasn't. And so just wanna make certain that going forward that they feel confident that they have the right information and that we feel confident that we're getting the right information. And so just, you know, it's kind of a broad question, I guess. (laughs)
0: I do think that they, our planning and budget committee does know now the actual funds that we have available. (laughs) I think that's a positive update. Okay. Um, But seeing none, and maybe perhaps this is a, take it offline and touch, touching base with um, Mr. Reeves and uh, yeah, any, any uh, friends on the, on the planning and budget committee for their follow up. What's that? Uh, Dr. Powell, do you want to say anything or? No, no, I was okay. going
9: to gonna make the, the same non? recommendation okay. actually. So okay. okay,
0: cool. Yeah. Okay, then we will move along to um, item 13.1, which is an information item repeal of an old board policy manual. And we're going to do this as part of a,
4: a first and a second reading. Yes. And, and for this, I'll actually pass it over to Catherine, Catherine Kittle. Um, yeah,
1: so starting as starting as early or possibly before 2012, the board has been repealing and replacing documents as they adopted the, the various uh, CCLC templates and, and other policies. Um, and sometimes they were repealed, sometimes they were not. So we're trying to, what we're trying to do is a systematic global repeal of all these old documents. And so. So they're off the books. So they're no longer competing. We have managed to nearly complete the board policy manual using the CCLC template system. And so we want to make sure that we don't have conf- conflicting documents that put the district at any kind of risk and um, confuse our students and our employees as to what which is the correct document. There are still documents on our website, if you look them up. And so we also need to get those removed um and let me see which and so what you're looking at i made uh, there's a resolution that was recommended by legal and by uh the cclc that some boards will do a blanket a kind of a global repeal um and then the other document you see is a list of all the documents i could find uh i show that which ones have been replaced. I show which ones have been repealed and replaced. And then there are some that are just out there dangling. We're simply repealing them. And some of them will be addressed in the next uh, few months. HR had a group of those. They're gonna address them, move them into APs. Um, So there's a variety there, but we've put a lot of hard work into this document. If, um, If anybody sees um, anybody on campus sees anything that's missing or any any mistakes or any typos, please let me know. We'd like to get this as clean as possible. And you've got a month to review this and campus has a month to review this um, document before you take action next month.
0: Thank you, Catherine. Any questions from the board?
8: Yeah, I, I have a question. Um, so all of the ones that are just up for repeal, does that mean there's already something in place to replace them or are they simply not needed are they simply outdated i'm not sure repealing something is it
1: yeah some of them are being repealed simply because it's no longer the practice at the college okay or it's no longer compliant with the law we just need need those documents to go away okay um i think the human resources documents are the ones with the most question and um Uh, Charo Alberon and her staff went through them and some of them just need to be off the books. Great, thank you. Did you want to say something, Char? No, you said it all. Thank you.
0: (laughs) So, is is this correct? So, basically, these policies that are listed are either conflicting with the existing, more recent policies that the board has approved,
4: Mm -hmm.
0: redundant or irrelevant. Yep. Okay, yes. thank you. And um, then
1: you will also see uh, the next step in the process is to hunt down and find all the existing regulations. They're, they're the old procedures. Okay. And um, I have a, a few binders called first generation, second generation, third generation. They go back to the 80s, and but I need a list. I have not found a list to work with yet. So I'm gonna have to create a list and then we're gonna start analyzing and. And in the resolution, you're going to well. We propose that you direct the superintendent president to remove those old regulations, to so that we don't have conflicting documents.
0: Thank you for all your hard work on this. Uh, do you have any public comment? On
1: this no, I have not received any.
0: Dr. Dr. Tahada, oh, you, if you just speak into a microphone, I think just so uh, folks uh, um, on Zoom can can hear you. And make sure your microphone is on. Oh,
10: there we go. Thank you. Can you hear me? So on, on, on the rescinding of um, board policies and procedures and regulations, I am um, just wanting to remind the board that you have suspended shared governance and collegial consultation and so by rescinding any old what is being perceived or tagged as old policies without the review of the academic senate and the proper committees you may be in continued violation of title five so i am asking respectfully that you um maybe delay or postpone this motion so that the academic Senate leadership can have a conversation with Dr. Powell around reestablishing shared governance. And instead of having one person work on policy, perhaps opening that up at least for the 10 plus one, we do have a mutual agreement document, uh, a, a shared governance document that actually outlines which of the policies and procedures fall under mutual agreement. And we would like this board to honor that. That went through a um, collegial consultation process and folks worked really hard on that to come to an agreement and the board signed off on it. By doing these blanket kinds of um, adjustments to the board manual, rescinding, that's what got us into fiscal problems um, when we did the post-mortem on how we got here. That was actually one of the contributing factors for going into fiscal disarray. So I am respectfully asking that you re-established uh, our shared governance honor, our shared governance policy and our policy revision policies and procedures that were mutually agreed upon. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Tejada the uh, board is not repealing this uh, action right now um this will go before the board for approval uh, at next month's meeting moving on to uh, just maybe any other uh, further public comment on this item
1: no i don't see any and i haven't no hands no hands
0: okay thank you catherine uh, 14.1 uh, Guidelines for Reports. Uh, just as a reminder from uh, last meeting, uh, we're limiting uh, reports to three minutes, uh, keeping reports focused and at high level.
11: Excuse me, uh, Chair. Did we miss
0: 13.2? Thank you, Trustee Rios. I really appreciate that correction. Uh, information 13.2, and um, again, uh, this is a, a BP 7115 and not for action for a first reading. Does the board have any questions?
1: it does have it listed as an action item though but yes that was my mistake you don't have to take action this was intended to be an information item
0: any board questions Catherine, do we have any public comment
1: i just had a quick question
6: is it why is it being separated out and not just put in it with the other ones if the reason why it's being done is it was a numbering thing
1: Yeah, this is part of the newer system of numbering. And this document was created, I forget when, let me open that. This one was created in 2010, the number was created. What we're trying to do here is to move closer to the CCLC numbering system. So the CCL uh, numbering system, I'm sorry, CCLC, Um, has this as an AP with no board policy. And so we're moving to that AP number. And let me move down. And what was done here, the AP was approved last spring. It went through 30 days of campus constituent group review. The language of this document was chosen from some samples that were presented by the CCLC. Um, by Dr. Frost, and it was presented to campus for 30 days for input, and we did not receive uh, in, any feedback on it. And so it was approved. I think it went through the period from uh, late April to late May. So that that AP is already approved and the BP will simply go away.
0: And, and to be clear on this, it, it's not, this isn't gonna be a new BP, the idea behind repealing this. I'm sorry, my mic is going in and out. Um, is that it's already embodied um, by the an existing AP? Yeah, okay. Do we have any public comment? and th- thanks, Trustee Baker, for your question. Yes, Dr. DEHADA?
10: Again, I would um, ask that before the board take any action in changing this um, particular policy that you would please um, consult or at least, um, let me back up. I am respectfully asking that the board reinstitute um, our shared governance uh, procedures and follow those procedures. They are your own, you signed off on them, you agreed to them. Um, we have not had shared governance. Um, it seems that it was suspended since September of last year. And I am respectfully requesting that we come together and honor um, the collegial consultation process, the mutual agreement process as per AB 1725.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Dada Do we have any other public comment
1: seen? Uh, no, we do not.
0: None. Uh, we will move to... Um, GUIDELINES FOR REPORTS Uh, AGAIN WHAT I WAS GETTING INTO EARLIER uh, similar TO LAST MEETING WE ARE LIMITING BOARD REPORTS TO THREE MINUTES TO KEEP THEM FOCUSED and AT A HIGH LEVEL AND CERTAINLY WILL GRANT EXTENSIONS IN um, THE FUTURE um, UPON A SHOWING OF GOOD CAUSE BUT ASKING FOR ANY SUCH REQUEST TO BE DELIVERED TO THE BOARD CHAIR OR THE PRESIDENT'S OFFICE um, 72 HOURS BEFORE THE RESPECTIVE MEETING SO WE CAN AGENDIZE THAT ITEM um, CERTAINLY uh, RECOGNIZE THE IMPORTANCE OF ALLOWING THE OPPORTUNITY TO PARTICIPATE EFFECTIVELY IN DISTRICT GOVERNANCE UNDER TITLE V. Um, CERTAINLY NUMEROUS WAYS TO PARTICIPATE EFFECTIVELY IN DISTRICT GOVERNANCE OUTSIDE OF uh, THE BOARD OF TRUSTEES MEETING, um, BUT FOR PURPOSES OF uh, THIS EXERCISE IT IS VERY HELPFUL IF YOU HAVE A REPORT, A POWERPOINT, ANY SORT OF PRESENTATION MATERIALS um, THAT YOU SUBMIT THOSE TO THE BOARD. Uh, preferentially in in our preference and doing so in writing. So we can review um, before and adequately um, prepare and uh, and listen. So uh, the first report is uh, 14.2 associated students.
1: Not 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 here.
10: Okay,
0: 14.3 classified Senate. Danielle Alexander.
1: I don't see her present.
0: Okay. Fourteen point four, Dixie Larson.
1: Dixie is present. She's uh, just been made a panelist.
7: And let's see. Show video.
4: We can hear you,
12: Dixie. Can you see me?
0: Anna, and see you.
12: Oh, good. Hello, everybody. Good evening. And uh, first, I'd like to say thank you to uh, Dr. Powell for the lunch today for uh, everybody. I got lots of emails from classified. I'm really happy about it, so uh, thank you for that. And um, I just have one thing to talk about, and um, I'm going to read from my cell phone, and it's very small, so I'll go. I'll I'll do the best I can. I would just like to make you aware of some of the customer service gaps that are currently happening because of the district's return to work policy and especially because the district doesn't really appear interested in working with some individuals so far. Some classified employees have been working for the district for a very long time and still they are being penalized for requesting remote work or even vacation days in, in lieu of remote work. Um, One office where some of the third party partners and services have still not been restored because of the breach. There have been delays to students. Um, Two employees requested a mixture of vacation days plus in-person days, but were denied and instead approved to use all um, their accrued vacation days without the employees even requesting this. Um, so, the supervisor, instead of getting work done by these two employees, has decided to accept no work being done by these two employees in an already very short staffed office. In another office, an employee is approved to use vacation leave two days a week and in person three days a week, but this employee would like to not have to use her own leave and help her short staffed office by being allowed to work remotely those two days. Um, this office is also currently extremely short staffed Um, keep in mind that the two employees in the first office scenario mentioned were denied this vacation in person request combination and probably would have accepted a two vacation three day in person schedule had they been given the chance to talk about it. Instead meetings were canceled by the district and no conversation was allowed to happen. Um, these are just a couple examples, but it's likely happening all over campus. Um, classified are also concerned that this return to campus mandate was not mandated across constituencies. One such example is in the counseling In counseling counselors are an integral part of student retention, but are so far only reportedly expected to be on campus one day a week. Um, my apologies to my counselor partners for bringing this up as it's Not intended as a complaint or to force you in person, but just as an example of inconsistencies. Um, We would just hope that the district would be more understanding and understand that classified aren't trying to get out of work. Um, We love the students and the college, but some of uh, us, some of our lives changed while working remotely for those two and a half years, and some of us created new ways of handling tasks that are much more efficient. In fact, so efficient that it feels counterintuitive to go back to the old ways of doing things. And I probably don't have to remind you about commute times, gas prices, health reasons, carbon footprints, et cetera, et cetera. Finally, I'd like to leave you with this quote, these two quotes actually, if I have time. Um, Success in a hybrid work environment requires employers to move beyond viewing remote or hybrid environments as a temporary or short-term strategy and to treat it as an opportunity. And the last quote is, now that companies have built the framework and experienced the cost and time savings associated with it, there's no real reasons to turn back. Thanks. Thank you, Dixie. That's it.
0: Report 14.5, a new member of the table, Bob V.
7: Thank you, uh, Chair Dodd. Um, I have been the Acting President of the Administrative Senate for five hours, so this will be a very brief report. <laughs> uh, I've been elected as Vice President to fill the term of Maria Gomez, who has left us, um, and will serve as Acting President while Bob Harris uh, continues to act as the Acting Vice President of Academic Affairs. Um, Christine Tapia. uh, There's a theme here. Christine Tapia will serve as the acting vice president of the Senate, and Carol Lee Catalica will fill Christine's role as the acting treasurer. Jerry Dunlap continues in his role as secretary Uh, as a academic administrator um, and a former lawyer. Uh, I'm something of a policy wonk, and so I look forward to working with you and my fellow constituency group leaders um, as we work through issues around governance, which have been identified as a key area of inquiry for accreditation. Uh, Our administrative group continues to work to support and mentor each other personally and professionally through all of the many challenges that we face. Our goal is to support a safe, healthy DIVERSE, EQUITABLE, AND INCLUSIVE ENVIRONMENT FOR THE IMPORTANT TEACHING AND LEARNING THAT OCCURS HERE ON THIS AND OUR VIRTUAL ENVIRONMENT OF NAPA VALLEY COLLEGE.
0: THANK YOU, CHAIR Dodd. THANK YOU VERY MUCH. 14.6 ACADEMIC SENATE REPORT, DR. DEHADA.
10: GOOD EVENING, COLLEAGUES, STUDENTS, AND BOARD OF TRUSTEES. DR. POWELL, ON BEHALF OF THE ACADEMIC SENATE, I again wish to welcome you to Napa Valley College and I also want to thank you for the reception yesterday and for the lunch today. As I have stated before, your presence at this college represents the work of men who paved the way and worked very hard for this possibility. So I want to take time to acknowledge them as well. I also wish to commend the board of trustees for honoring the recommendations of this of the hiring committee that has not always been the case. And in this, I I just see it as a goodwill on your part. So I wanna say thank you. The Academic Senate had its first meeting today and voted to suspend Academic Senate bylaws, Article 5, Section 3, um, which deals with professional uh, development and approved the creation of the Academic Senate Professional Learning Committee. This is the first act on establishing the Academic Senate Center for Equity and Excellence in Teaching and Learning that will be initially funded through IEPI. This summer, I worked on preparing the Academic Senate for this year and for the implementation of the IEPI grant. I would like to remind the trustees that the Instructional Design Institute, which is a part of of the center of CEDAL, is the only tentative commendation the visiting team noted um, in its preliminary report in terms of accreditation, which shows that the Academic Senate continues to demonstrate exemplary innovation and commitment to equity and excellence in teaching as as we continue to serve our students. On issues of shared governance, the reason why Academic Senates exist is to preserve academic freedom. And the two pillars that hold up the Academic Senate is tenure and governance. That is why we have the 10 plus one enshrined in AB 1725. Dr. Pa- on on moving forward with policy, the Academic Senate will adopt and exercise the concepts and principles of Sankofa. Sankofa in the Twi language of Ghana means it is not taboo to fetch what is at risk of being left behind. It is represented by a bird with its head turned backwards while its feet face forward, carrying a precious egg in its mouth. And this is the symbol, like I said, and the concepts and principles of the story of Sankofa is what will be guiding us in working with you to reestablish shared governance AT NAPA VALLEY COLLEGE. DR. POWELL, THE ACADEMIC SENATE AND ITS LEADERSHIP IS COMMITTED TO WORK WITH YOU TO MOVE OUR COLLEGE FORWARD IN ALL AREAS, INCLUDING RE-ESTABLISHING SHARED GOVERNANCE IN A MANNER THAT RESPECTS AND HONORS THE WORK OF THE ACADEMIC SENATE. GENTLE REMINDER, TRUSTEE DODD, THAT THE ED CODE STATES THAT THE ACADEMIC SENATE REPORT DOES NOT HAVE A TIME LIMIT. THIS CONCLUDES MY REPORT.
0: THANK YOU VERY MUCH, DR. I ITEM 14.7, FACULTY ASSOCIATION, uh, Christy IWAMOTO.
13: GOOD EVENING, BOARD. GOOD EVENING, DR. POWELL. GOOD EVENING, COLLEAGUES. I DID WANT TO START BY SAYING THAT THE NAPA VALLEY COLLEGE FACULTY ASSOCIATION STANDS BY OUR BROTHERS AND SISTERS IN SEIU. DECISIONS SHOULD NEVER BE MADE ARBITRARILY. And Maybe the district does not believe that these decisions have been made arbitrarily, but members of SEIU clearly do. The classified staff are telling you what they need and their needs should be considered. This should not mean that that of course, students shouldn't be coming first. Students should always come first, but that doesn't mean that employees and their needs must come last as a result. And the former should not be used as a weapon against the latter. I ask that the district please listen to their classified staff and find a resolution that brings peace, not strife, in these times of such drastic transition. Uh, I Apologize for missing our last board of trustees meeting. I was in Chicago. I actually uh, served as one of the NEA, National uh, Education Association's representatives to the uh, assembly that was in Chicago where we had um, Less than usual, we usually have about 10,000 teachers from all 50 states come together. Because of the pandemic, it was closer to 4,000 in person and then the rest virtually, but we made a lot of good decisions and we talked a lot about uh, how we wanted to go forward in the future. Uh, I also wanted to uh, talk about the fact that I just came back from Queretaro, Mexico, uh, a few days ago where I went to CoCal which is the North American Contingent Faculty Conference. I met faculty, uh, part-time faculty from Canada, from Mexico and all over the United States. And I was a guest speaker there. And it was amazing just to meet people, to hear their stories, to find out how we're different and how we're the same. Some state news, of course, the governor budgeted money for part-time healthcare. So I'm super excited about that. In theory, because I'm not quite sure how we're going to implement it, but I really hope that we, as a collective, can find some way to use this money for our part-time faculty, because if we don't use it, it goes back to the general fund. But if we do use it, it will be ongoing money, and it will help some of our part-timers. Also, hopefully, to help our part-time faculty is AB 1856, which is, uh, some of you know, is a part-time cap, which I just heard today. I've not confirmed yet, but it went into suspense last weekend. This is to uh, allow part-time faculty to teach 85% of a load rather than 67%. Went into suspense, looked dead on arrival last weekend. I heard today, it may actually have been pulled out of suspense and maybe continuing its journey. Again, nothing is a a catch-all, nothing helps all of our part-timers, but this would help some, especially in a time when our enrollments are not looking so healthy all across the state and across the country, so I am really hoping that uh that we are able to continue the the work of that bill and get it uh get it moved forward overall, I am optimistic and I am hopeful uh in a way that i'm I haven't been in a while I guess you know I think last semester we got mired a little bit and and the uh, you know it things started to look a little hopeless there for us. And you know, I think we got spent a lot of time trying to figure out who we were mad at and why. And I you kind of saw it as this ball of twine that, you know, if you start to unroll it, just other pieces start coming out of it. And today I kind of in a really nice morning session that I had, taught by Jennifer King, I really thought, you know what? I want to squish that ball of twine. I want to, and of course, never forgetting what happened in the past, but I want to sort of not dwell hard in it, not worry so much about the future, but just take a look at this moment. And I think that we always say we wanna move forward together and then we somehow never seem to get it done. But I think today is the day that we can say it and then actually do it. And I trust and believe in Dr. Powell. I trust and believe in this college I trust and believe in the people who work here so hard every day. And that is my report. Happy semester, everyone.
0: Thank you. 14.8, President and Cabinet reports.
4: Thank you, I see that uh, We're gonna start with uh, Acting VP Bob Harris.
14: Thank you, um, Catherine, could you <laughs> pull it up, please? so I had submitted this to Catherine on a Tuesday, but I wanted to make sure today that I got some numbers that were correct. Um, but anyway, uh, if you could scroll up just a bit, Catherine, please. Okay. So this is a fall enrollments by day. Um, since the fall, uh, the fall catalog be, or the schedule became live back in April. So you see, uh, graphically there, we were going along the, the blue line is, uh, this fall we are going along. We we're actually trending higher. We were trending. We've heard Dr. Powell mention that we were trending higher. And then the, the infamous date of June 9th came, and you see the plateau. Um, so there was a, a real dead time for about six weeks, and then the, the, the campus began in, in early June, early July. I started doing some manual enrollment processes, so you see a little bump, but you really can see the, the rise. In and when the self service process came up, um, that's all to say that on back in in uh, before our, our cyber attack, we were just slightly over four thousand seats enrolled. Um, we have thirteen thousand four hundred seventy seven seats available in in the current schedule, and we were at four thousand when the when the cyber attack hit. This morning, um, we have. Uh, 9,583 seats filled, uh, it's a 71.1% fill rate, which is trending in the right direction. We are still below last year by about 15%. However, that number while looking at last year, uh, if we looked three weeks ago, it was pretty dire. So we are moving forward. So that's a very positive aspect. Um, so that's good. And we we have, and we've taken, Catherine, You just scroll up a little bit more please, just for the graphic. And this is the fill rates by day. So if you look at that that dark line, we are getting we are we're consistent now within the past. Okay, so our goal now um, is to is to continue with school formally. Most classes can will be starting on Monday. Um, we have taken steps to mitigate the losses that we've had, and what we've done to do that. Um, first, our focus in in academic affairs and the campus. I don't want to steal any of uh, my colleague uh, Alex's thunder down the road, but um, so. Our primary goals, um, since I've been here, um, is to one, service and and provide services and classes to as many students as possible, get them enrolled. Um, so that's what we have to do. That process was started with Sarah um, in in when we built the fall semester back in early July, uh, January, February, and then as this process unfolded. It became very, very concerning as we're looking at the number of students that were enrolling and the length of time that we were losing the self-service became very concerned about our, our full-time faculty having a load to teach and developing that process. So our focus has been on those two aspects and that's been across the board. And so that, that has helped us sort of focus and narrow and move forward. So we are on track. Um, we have, uh, our our Catherine rise a little bit higher. So please, as toward the end. So you can read these, but I just want to say the deans and this faculty and the staff have been working to um move the start the start date back, excuse me, um, for some classes that can be moved back. In essence, move it's two weeks or so. That works well with some asynchronous online classes. Um, and we have about 50%. Scheduled for online and 50% in-person or hybrid. So we've we've transitioned that, but we've moved it back. We've adjusted course size minimums to 10, um, and to to, to allow uh, um, allow opportunities. Now that is a one-time reduction uh, to get as many people in and to provide loads. Um, and then we've been working with flexi- faculty to be as flexible, practical as possible, allowing students in the classes, et cetera. And then, uh, we have started enrolling in I started the process of strategic enrollment management discussions at the dean's level with program coordinators to as we build uh, spring 23 because that is just around the corner, but um, I'm very pleased to look at the numbers today um, i'm glad this meeting was not three weeks ago, um, so we are moving in the right direction um, we're, we're we're getting there and we're being creative um, and to move forward so uh, next meeting will be full bore. Um, but and we continue. Our our tact will be in the future. A general tact will be to um, to perhaps build less classes, but have the flexibility to add because it's a lot easier to add a class and staff it than it is to overbuild and have to cut and then try to work around that. So that's just some things we're talking and thinking about. But um, I'm pleased to be here. It's been a fun month, <laughs> and uh, we'll move forward. So that's that's my report. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Bob. Uh, next, we have interim AVP, Dr. Gettle.
15: Okay, <clears throat> good evening, Board of Trustees, Dr. Powell, and colleagues and community. Um, as I think this report's going to really uh, piggyback or, or move from Bob's report into into a direction around how some of this work's been done. So. I thank you for setting me up um and uh i i thought about this report and and i thought the best way to to summarize some of the activities we've been doing in student affairs is to read snippets of an email that i put together for my staff today i think it summarizes a lot of the main points that i've um, highlighted in the written report Uh, so i'll read some parts of that Um, in the last few months the entire student affairs team came together to serve students in the community through, through some of the toughest times MVC has faced. With all the IT issues, limited access to our tools, low staff, in addition to the transition of leadership, we stayed the path. I know this has been a heavy lift for all of us, but I'm inspired by the motivation, focus, and resolve Student Affairs has shown. Over the past couple of months, as a unit, we've held 12 in-person student enrollment activities that helped more than 1,800 students um, enroll and register at Apple College for the first time. Um our HSI STEM programs held their Summer Bridge Experience Program um, connecting income and freshman students to uh, to NVC to services to other academic programs the office of student affairs held an uh, online new student convocation with over 300 participants just yesterday it's an amazing activity uh, where students learned about the amazing academic programs uh, NVC has to offer in addition to all the programs um, in a a student service uh, um, related as well programs like dsps eops sss trio recruited enrolled students all summer long Financial aid has worked diligently through all the IT difficulties to package financial aid and disbursement checks in a timely manner to students in need. The Counseling Center, Career Center, Transfer Center continue serving students, both virtually and in person. Um, our outreach programs, like our Educational Talent Search, continue to reach deep into the community and held four camp opportunities for students in all grades 6 through 12, uh, while continuing to recruit students for NVC. The welcome center and admissions and records have been on the front lines doing this very, very important work to do the best job they possibly could with compassion and care. Um, other programs uh, have really focused on trying to connect students to NVC in a timely fashion. I, I, I There's so much I could cover. I don't have the time to go through, through every single thing we've done. It's in the written report. But I did want to highlight those, those activities we've done this summer. And I, I end my email in this way. Uh, FINALLY, YESTERDAY DURING THE MORNING FLEX DAY ACTIVITIES, DR. POWELL EMPHASIZED THAT NVC IS AT A transform, TRANSFORMATIVE MOMENT IN TIME. The word, THE WORD TRANSFORMATIVE CAN BE BROKEN DOWN INTO CHANGING AND SHAPING. THAT IS EXACTLY WHAT WE ARE DOING. WE ARE WORKING TOGETHER TO CHANGE AND SHAPE OUR INSTITUTION INTO A SCHOOL THAT WELCOMES AND SUPPORTS ALL STUDENTS. THE SPEECH ALSO highlighted THREE THEMES THAT WOULD MOVE US INTO THAT DIRECTION. THREE THEMES ARE STUDENT-CENTRIC, EQUITY-MINDED, AND COMMUNITY-FOCUSED. I BELIEVE STUDENT AFFAIRS IS ALREADY DOING THIS WORK. THE SUMMER HIGHLIGHTS THAT. LET'S MOVE EVEN MORE INTENTIONAL IN HOW WE DO THAT, PURPOSELY GROUND OUR WORK IN STUDENT-CENTRIC, EQUITY-MINDED, AND COMMUNITY-FOCUSED. TOGETHER, WE WILL MOVE MOUNTAINS. I'M A FIRM BELIEVER IN THAT. I LOOK FORWARD TO SEEING YOU ALL SOON. WE'RE IN THIS TOGETHER.
4: THAT ENDS MY REPORT. THANK YOU, ALEX. AND LASTLY, DR. WARNO. (laughs)
16: Paul <laughs> was so kind as to uh send out the uh update on the uh what order we would be going in, but I didn't get the additional memo that Holly wasn't going. So anyway, uh <laughs> good evening board. Um Last year, as we were developing our institutional self-evaluation report, or ICER, for accreditation, uh, three observations emerged that were associated with our mission. And these should hopefully sound familiar to you, but just to review, Uh, we identified the need to establish a regular cycle of review of the mission statement. The Board of Trustees noted that the mission statement was approved prior to the arrival of most of our currently seated board members. And as a result, we identified the review and revision of the mission statement as a priority and incorporated it into our self-identified improvement plans, uh, in this case, improvement plan A associated with planning and budget practices. As reported at the board meeting in June, MBC will be reviewing and revising the mission and value statements and developing a vision statement this year. We anticipate that this work will be underway by the time of our focus site visit in October, as the regular review of the mission statement as part of Core Inquiry 3 from our peer review team. I'm working with Dr. Powell to develop a more detailed approach and timeline for the mission review process. Uh, To ensure that the deliverable mission, vision and value statements that Dr. Powell will recommend to you later in the semester align with your expectations. We thought that we might start by getting a sense of the board's preferences regarding the structure of these guiding institutional statements. So the item that is attached to the agenda describes some typical practices among California community colleges regarding the structure. So including the look, feel and length of the mission, vision, and value statements of other institutions. Um, So there are examples of five uh, institutions that are included in that document. I encourage you to take a little time um, to look at it. So uh, Dr. Powell and I are asking that board members indicate their preferences regarding, again, it's the structure um, to help guide our work this semester. And um, at this point, we are um, only asking about the structure. Uh, We will collect input regarding the content of these statements this semester through a broad and inclusive process involving the whole campus community. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure sure you'll be receiving regular updates. Uh, Dr. Powell, do you have anything to add to that?
0: Do we want to take a direction right now? Is that what you you were hoping for in terms of?
4: I think we have some time. This is primarily just information for now. have a pre yeah. But yeah, possibly a discussion item, information or action item uh, down the road, so. could I ask a quick
6: question? Are you going to be employing the use of a facilitator or a consultant or anyone to assist with this process? Because I'm hoping that it doesn't, for lack of a better, TERM JUST BECOME A LOT OF BELLY BUTTON GAZING, like TO ACTUALLY LOOK AT OTHER INSTITUTIONS, at THE COMMUNITY AS A WHOLE, AND um, REALLY TRY TO FIGURE OUT WHERE WE FIT INTO NAPA VALLEY, NOT JUST…
4: I DON'T KNOW THAT WE'VE GOTTEN THAT FAR YET uh, IN TERMS OF WHAT THE STRATEGY WOULD LOOK LIKE. Uh, JUST, YOU KNOW, PERSONAL PHILOSOPHY IS THAT THESE these TYPES OF DISCUSSIONS, uh, YOU KNOW, broad BROAD ENGAGEMENT FROM ALL STAKEHOLDERS ON CAMPUS IS ESSENTIAL. Um, A facilitator could be, you know, uh, an avenue or something for us to consider. I think there's a lot of people internally uh, at the college who have interest in this, uh, who could probably step up to help and assist with that. But I think that's a discussion Robin and I will probably have in the next few days or so.
7: Thanks,
4: Robin. AND THE LAST UPDATE IS IS JUST FOR ME A FEW QUICK ITEMS JUST uh, TO SHARE FOR THE CAMPUS Uh, I WANT TO START BY BY HIGHLIGHTING SOMETHING THAT DR. TEJADA TALKED ABOUT uh, THAT DISCUSSED IN TERMS OF uh, THE GUIDED PATHWAYS WORK Um, SOMETHING I THINK I MENTIONED uh, IN MY COMMENTS ALSO I DID HAVE THE CHANCE TO ATTEND uh, THE DEBRIEF FROM THE GUIDED PATHWAYS COMMITTEE FOR THE CRCCC CONFERENCE Uh, WENT LAST MONDAY AND uh, IT GAVE ME AN OPPORTUNITY TO REALLY know learn a little more about the work that's been done and the work that's in progress uh, on the campus Uh, I think some of the uh, the work around redesigning or reconceptualizing uh, professional development into learning communities and professional learning is something that is uh, noteworthy and exceptional Uh, as I think Dr. Tejada mentioned it's something that I think even the ACCJC has YOU KNOW, HAS NOTICED IN TERMS OF SOME OF THE WORK THAT WE'RE DOING, um, AND and THAT'S SOMETHING THAT'S NOTEWORTHY AND I THINK, uh, YOU KNOW, REALLY IS a SOMETHING WE CAN HANG OUR HAT ON STATEWIDE AS SOMETHING THAT DIFFERENTIATES US IN TERMS OF THE APPROACH TO GUIDED PATHWAYS AND THE EMPHASIS ON uh, CLASSROOM INSTRUCTION, WHICH IS REALLY WHAT WE'RE HERE FOR, RIGHT? Um, TODAY WAS THE LAST DAY OF FLEX DAY. Um, HAD A GREAT... A uh, chance to connect with with stakeholders around the campus to kind of impart and share some some of my initial observations, some vision uh and some work that I think we collectively as a campus community will will need to do. And so that's been very, very uh just uplifting for me uh to really get a better sense of where the campus is and, and kind of the culture and uh and just who we are and some of the work that we have to do. Um, I'd like to also point out, you know, the appreciation for some of the conversations I've been able to have with the board to date. Uh, I think most specifically the focus and emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, Learned a lot about some of the work that you all have been doing uh, over the past year or so, just to really, you know, kind of expand your knowledge and understanding about some of these issues. You know, we did have an excellent facilitation with Dr. Jamal Cooks during our uh, board retreat. I know that we've had uh, SEVERAL OF YOU HAVE BEEN ATTENDING you know, SOME OF THE LEAGUES DEI TOWN HALL SERIES. I DID HAVE THE CHANCE TO ATTEND ONE OF THOSE WITH TRUSTEE DE LUNA WHERE WE GOT THE CHANCE TO HEAR FROM STUDENTS. THESE ARE THINGS I THINK THAT ARE REALLY IMPORTANT FOR US COLLECTIVELY AS A BODY TO BE COGNIZANT OF BECAUSE THESE ARE THE PERTINENT ISSUES I THINK THAT REALLY um, HIGHLIGHT our, OUR FOCUS AND PURPOSE AS A COMMUNITY COLLEGE. SO I REALLY APPRECIATE THE WORK THAT YOU'VE DONE IN CHALLENGING YOURSELVES AND KNOW THAT THAT'S SOMETHING WE WILL CONTINUE COLLECTIVELY TO DO um, AS A BODY. And lastly, uh, I just want to hold, ask if we can hold a, more, a moment of silence for a former NVC Foundation board member, uh, William or Bill Hardy, uh, who passed away on July 16th. Um, I didn't have the chance to know or work with Mr. Hardy, obviously, but uh, I've learned that you know, he served on the foundation board for almost 10 years. He served three of those years as the board president. Uh, I, I, I'm told he was a tireless supporter of students, uh, an accomplished fundraiser. Uh, AND REALLY A TRUE FRIEND to, TO NVC AND I'D ASK YOU IF WE CAN JUST JOIN IN A MOMENT OF SILENCE TO, to HONOR BILL Hardy.
1: THANK YOU uh, DR. POWELL I THINK DID IT WAS HOLLY DAWSON GOING TO PROJECT NO NO I HAVE
10: I HAVE an OKAY, okay.
0: Thank you, Holly, for providing that wonderful report. Very dense. Um, We'll move on to um, uh, board reports. Uh, uh, We'll start off with uh, DOS, Trustee Baldini. No meeting report. Okay. Uh, Viticulture and Winery Foundation. September. Okay. Uh, Audit and finance committee. I know we have an upcoming meeting scheduled. The date does not strike me right now, September 6th. Okay. we're going over our quarterly report and final budget. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Real property committee doesn't have anything to report. Uh, we will um, skip uh, McPherson and uh, Ed Shank uh, Student Affairs awards, and move on to uh, Foundation Board. Uh, a
9: couple different committee meetings on the foundation that we had, uh, more f- focused around the VWT and the, the that project with the Wine Spectator. But also, what's come up, and I talked to Doctor Dehata about this yesterday, is and Doctor Pal too, but a wish list of other projects on the campus that the foundation could focus on outside of, you know, the VWT center and um, the vineyards that were donated by uh, Dariush. So, and I owe you an email, Dr. Tejada. So, but I figured if I did it during public record, that would get the message out too. So yes,
0: (laughs) Uh, that's it. Thank you. I believe, believe on the, the foundation in terms of lists of needs, I know that Dr. Parker had provided I'll be correct me the name, but the kind of the, the wish list before planning and budget committee gets started. Um
7: uh, well, there's a, a variety of needs. Uh, there certainly, um, we had identified a physical sciences building. Uh, as uh, Dr. Powell knows, uh, it's an area that is in significant need of, of repair and um, really WE SHOULD JUST START WITH A, a NEW BUILDING, um, BUT THE PLANNING AND BUDGET COMMITTEE WILL ALSO BE LOOKING AT A FACILITIES MASTER PLAN IN THE NEAR FUTURE, um, AS WELL AS THE EDUCATIONAL PLAN, um, AND THOSE DOCUMENTS SHOULD should HELP INFORM uh, THE DECISION-MAKING ABOUT WHAT KINDS OF PROJECTS THAT CAMPUS yeah. WOULD uh, need, NEED TO MOVE FORWARD ON.
0: YEAH, YOU'RE totally RIGHT, BUT I, I did, JUST to, TO TRUSTEE IVERSON'S POINT, I BELIEVE THAT JESSICA Thompson HAS SOME SORT OF DOCUMENT THAT I KNOW, I DON'T THINK IT TOTALLY GAVE HER everything everything I think that the foundation was looking for, but um it did it did speak to projects outside of, of VWT. Yeah, just different yeah. um levels too. Like
9: the community garden is something that's not a high ticket item. But even with our children's center over there, I mean that's something that could be easy to do, I would think.
0: But I, I <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Um accreditation steering uh, trustee Deluna is not here so we'll skip that one too and we will move on to 15.2 um future agenda item requests uh, dr powell
4: yes we had the uh we shared a list with the board and have kind of winnowed it down to the list of items that are still carrying over and the team and i are We'll be at work on this, on compiling. I believe the last five items that we kind of went down to, and we'll have an opportunity to provide an update on most of these items. um, I think by the next board meeting.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Um, Then we will go down and move to board chair reports and i will move from my left to my right i'm so sorry actually excuse me no sorry trustee goff
8: that's all right i'll go first i wasn't here last month so i i get it um (laughs) i was really happy to attend the um foundation reception in the lobby of our library for the ag preserve Uh, it was amazing to meet people who whose life's passion uh has been a driving force for what they do it it was really amazing the the generations of people who have um kept this idea of preservation alive and have done a really good job in this valley to to really maintain what we enjoy so that was really um, a fun thing to do um i was in meet me at the street yesterday not as a trustee but as a, a chamber board member and I ran into several former students. I taught seniors last year and they're all going to NBC. So I was very proud of that. I thought that was good. Yes. So And they were very excited about going. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, I happen to be very close to the person who signs the permit to, t- to attend. And he has said he's signed a lot of them. So you guys are getting uh, a lot of our students, our current high school students. I've been um, working with 63 uh, high school junior and seniors this week in a mentoring program I run called Link Crew, and I know a couple of them had to run home after a meeting today. I was headed here; they were headed home to write papers for a class that they were taking. So um, it's very exciting to see the level um, or and the number of students who are taking advantage of classes here, uh, and I'm really excited about that. I've got you know the banner on the wall, so I'm I'm really hoping for a poster sometime in the fall uh, for for our <laughs> campus. Yeah, it's coming, I know it's coming. Okay, I trust you, I trust you, I will get it. All right, awesome. Um, so I again, I missed July's meeting, first meeting I've missed, I kind of felt like I was out of place, but uh, I spent 30 days on the road. We went 7,800 miles to the Atlantic and up to Canada and across the Upper Peninsula and it was beautiful and wonderful and it rained I was so happy when it rained. Uh, it was a little sad coming back to dry California, but here we are. So, and that's all I've got. I'm looking forward to the new year. This this is my favorite time of year. I, I can see your excitement too. I love when the kids come back and I can't wait to get started. So uh looking forward to it. Awesome. That's it.
0: Thank you, Trusty. I'm very glad to have you back.
8: Thank you.
9: Thank you. Short report, I'm looking forward to a, a new year and a new start with everyone. So
11: and Trustee Rios.: Yes, thank you. Just um, a little feedback. I've uh, been hearing my my wife's a teacher at St. Lena, which is not my district, but it, you know uh, I hear a lot of feedback from from her and I think she hears from students and, and former students. And she's been hearing that there is still an issue with people trying to figure out how to enroll. And, um, you know, trying to go online and then that not working and then not knowing what to do and not getting instructions on or understanding whatever instructions are being given. Now, I, I know the Academic Affairs is working very hard on this because I also had another experience with actually the child of a, a client of mine who, um, in passing, her mom mentioned to me that her her daughter tried to to enroll and had some other issues they weren't the same issues, um, but she couldn't complete the enrollment. I think there was some miscommunication and some other issues, but uh, I I did pass that along in hopes that it it might help, certainly help her and maybe help others. And I have to say that uh, academic affairs was very responsive. And while I kind of expected to hear, you know, a, okay, yeah, we'll look into it and and see what we can do. uh, It was much more than that. They really got on this, um, were able to, to contact her and get her working on on her enrollment. So I, I am you know completely convinced that uh, academic affairs as rest of the college are very focused on you know the, what the students need, and that comes first. but I, we still do have some issues out there. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that back. Uh, And thank you very much for for the work you're doing and especially the response in helping this young lady. And hopefully we can do that with all those other ones that are out there still having some issues. I think there's still some some, uh, enrollments out there, but they're having trouble getting in. Uh, Thank you.
0: Trustee Baker?
6: Uh, Not much. I, I was able to go to part of the DEI town hall, wasn't able to stay for the whole thing as I'm Juggling multiple Zooms, so but very much enjoyed, especially the the stories that the different students shared, uh, just about the things that they've had to overcome, and and just how exciting it is to see them be successful. Um, I was able to go to a little bit of the um, lunch in the glade and to see a couple people, and then just wanted to share. I, since I was here earlier, I put my name tag on and then forgot to take it off when I left. And so then I was running around town doing errands and everything and total stranger just says, says, thank you. And I was for what? (laughs) And she said, and then she said, I saw your name down. I just want to thank you for, you know, thank you for just doing what you do. And she was just going on about how great NBC was. And she's a student here and going to be uh, completing her associates in psychology soon. And just, it was really nice to, to have that. So I kept it on the rest of the day. So (laughs) that's all I have. (laughs) That's
0: what it's all about Uh Trustee Baldini,
5: I attended the enrollment drive, uh, if you, if you will, at the McCarthy Library, and was very impressed uh, with the uh, first line of defense, the MESA STEM program with Renee Rubio, and then walking through and and seeing uh, the the uh, activity uh, throughout the the uh, college. So very grateful to see that. The uh, and back to the questions about. Um, uh, this goes back to the agenda items, but in the past, we've had a kind of a, um, um, temperature check on the infrastructure, which would be kind of nice going forward as far as, uh, you know, th- I'm sure we're past the half-life on the solar panels and efficiency and replacement and, and certainly the physical science building. I've taken classes in there where every other hood is out of, out of line, but just, just, to put that into uh, monetization, as far as you know the, the perceived need and going forward, what what we have to do to to uh, improve the the student uh, experience as well as the teaching to tomorrow rather than what's what happened forty years ago. Um, what else? I was excited to attend Flex Day. I was very impressed with the the musical presentation done by Dr. TEJADA. and. Uh, I was hoping to see the drum here today but I don't see it so it, no it's not in our future but you know. but it was it was it was impressive thank you uh, and uh, and coming in this evening I saw a little bit on Flex day but a little bit more construction equipment on the corner as far as things uh, dirt's gonna get moved pretty quick and and uh, after these many years <coughs> the discussions just Exciting to see that. Um, And I believe that concludes my uh, report. Thank you very much. Absolutely.
0: I do know Bobby was talking about facilities master plan. We were talking about temperature check. And then Trustee Iverson did add, I know that's on our future agenda item request, is our our facilities master plan and
5: getting that that
0: done. I know that's that's a good point. Uh, Student trustee Alandre Martinez.
9: So I don't really have much besides that. I'm pretty excited that school's going to start um compared to 2020 this is more of a, a little bit more of an improvement so i'm just looking forward to this year especially having students come on campus more and being engaged so far just looking forward to just meet new students and just continue this is my last year so just work hard and that's what i'm looking forward to okay.
0: and you're doing something tomorrow too
9: yes yeah, the uh, san francisco uh, student trustee conference cool yeah someone else going to look in in there meet new people network and then just kind of look how the student trustee Works around.
10: Yeah, it's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's incredible.
7: Okay.
0: Thank you very much. I um, thank you for saying something about uh, Bill Hardy. I think um, yeah, it went very quickly, uh, which is very sad. Um, and I'll, I'll 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 leave it on that just for reflection and uh, move on to announcement of uh, future meetings. We have our next regular meeting on September eighth at uh, our normal start time. And nothing after that, we, um, we will uh, look to adjourn if I see uh, any objections to adjournment. Okay, then we will adjourn this meeting at 7.12 p.m. Thank you, have a good night.